Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. So I want to rewind a couple of months and talk about a a thing that President Biden said a couple of months ago when when he was asked about COVID and about the Omicron variant and someone someone was talking with him and one of his health officials and basically was like, well, what do you have to say to people who are unvaccinated? And he basically claimed that it was going to be this winter of severe illness and death. And it was so strange because I'm sure you remember seeing this statement, Brittany. It was like to the vaccinated, we say, we are with you, we hear you, and we see your struggles, and we're going to get through this together, and we're going to reopen the schools for you, and it will be easy. And then they go, and to the unvaccinated, we warn you, you know, sternly about a winter of severe illness and death. Yeah, it was death. crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. It was one of those moments where I was just like, how is this real? How is this possible that this is coming from the White House, literally dividing people into two groups of people who did the right thing and people who did the wrong thing. And that is just very, very shocking to me when it comes to something as personal as as a vaccine and as people's medical decisions. Once again, like we talk about this all the time. If someone has, has you know, read into it and they want to get the vaccine and they believe that's a good decision for them, awesome. I have plenty of friends and family who have made that decision and I respect their their autonomy and their ability to make that decision. But it's not much of a decision when you're being forced to do it by the government. And that's that's pretty much where we're at. They're basically taking consent out of the equation when they say, well, if you're unvaccinated, then you're going to have this horrible winter. Your family's going to die. You're going to get sick and be hospitalized. And it's it's just pretty crazy to me to hear that. So I thought maybe we could just do a little revisit. We're about to start the month of February. We're well into winter. Um Let's talk about if it's been a winter of severe illness and death. Brittany, what do you think? Do you think that that statement has proven true? No, I don't think Biden even knows what's going on anyway. Uh, <laughs> like, it's, no. No, it's, it's funny, but it's also sad because of yeah. how disconnected he seems to reality. But no, I don't. And that was such a blatant display of fear mongering. But there's two things that really bother me about it. First of all, a president threatening because it was threatening it, yeah. to me that that was very threatening. Um, is scary on its own. And the second thing is that there are actually people at home who believe this. I have a cousin, she's not going to listen to this, so I don't even mm-hmm. feel bad, who's nuts, uh, <laughs> to put it bluntly. <laughs> she is one of those people that if you are doing anything contrary to what she is doing with COVID right now, then you are a murderer. You are killing oh, people. Yeah. You're a bad person. Um, and I think of people like her who hear this and they're sitting at home and they are – buying, you know, they're hanging on every word and they're letting that fear monger. And the thing that really makes me sad about this is I think we've all been reminded about how precious life is during, Mm -hmm. during COVID, but even more so if you are not really living your life, what is the point of being alive? Yeah. And that's, what's really shocked me about this is we have seen what happens when everything is taken away from us, when our businesses are closed down, when our 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 well-being is taken from us because we're forced to spend our days in our house, you know, working from yeah. home and just just miserable. We've seen what this is and this is not living. 
you know, yeah. for, for those of us, I mean, people like you and I, I know that for at least for at least the last year and a half, I, my life has pretty much continued as normal as much as it could be. And even during mm-hmm. the pandemic, I was hanging out with people. I had a friend group I was still seeing because oh, yeah. my mental health to me was more important than a virus that I wasn't too scared about. I'm young and healthy. and Right. You know, so so I but I think about people who haven't been living their life mm-hmm. and I think they almost want to double down on it because they're angry. Yeah. I think they're actually angry that there are people like you and I who have stopped living in fear. That Absolutely. they almost want the winter of death, right? They almost yeah. want this winter of death and yes. illness to happen because they think it's going to serve us right. And that's even scarier to me because yeah. that's like envy and it's resentment. And they think, well, if you guys are going to, you know, if I have to stay at home and be miserable, then you yeah. guys are going to be miserable too. And if not, I wish, you know, death upon you. And it's right. How have we come this far? I remember in the beginning thinking maybe COVID would bring us together as a country. Yeah. It 100% <laughs> did not bring us together. One thing I will say is I do think as this continues, like every time there's a new variant, in fact, I was looking at the news this morning. I don't know if you saw there's another new variant they haven't named yet. Mm-hmm. And oh, they're good. already saying like, oh, yeah, they're already like, this one's even 1.5 times more, uh, you know, spreadable than, than Omicron. I just keep thinking like, I think the more this happens and they tend to be getting less severe each time. Yeah. I think people are done. I think for the most part, people are just like, we are uniting on the fact that it's like, we can't do this anymore. Like you've ruined our lives. You canceled schools. Teachers still are trying not to go back to school or using any excuse. So, so yeah, I think it's such a divisive move. I think it's Mm -hmm. resentment and envy and I, it, it, it really just it, – it's hard to be shocked by anything anymore because it's, we live true. right in such weird times. But when I heard Biden say that, I'm just like, is this for real? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had the exact same reaction. Like we've talked about this in multiple episodes recently where you just go, how is this really happening? How how did that come from the actual White House? Yep. From the person that was elected to represent the entire country, not just the people that voted for him. Like it's it's a really, really crazy thing. And the interesting thing, you mentioned that there's already a new variant coming out. I actually got the Omicron variant, me and a couple others in my family. And I know it's obviously different from person to person, the symptoms and stuff, but it was it was not at all anything like when I got COVID originally, when it was first going around. Oh, you got both. This, yeah, I've had both. And this time it was so much less severe. It it truly felt like having, you know, a cold or like some sort of just kind of standard virus that you get in the winter. You eat your chicken soup and you kind of stay home and rest. And, and I was totally fine. And again, I don't want to sound like overly dismissive because maybe there are some people who've had some worse symptoms with it. But that's the thing about about this virus is as it mutates and as it gets these new variants, they actually get less and less severe. Yeah. And so Omicron or whatever, it, however it's pronounced, that's just how I say it. I truly yeah, do not know how to say it. But this could actually be a really positive thing that a lot of people are going to get this because it is very contagious but it's way less severe. It's way less deadly. And that's the part that the media leaves out because obviously they want us to be scared and they want our clicks and our views and all of our fear. But this is actually a very positive thing overall because so many people are going to be exposed to this really mild form of the virus. Then they will have the antibodies. And the next time the virus comes through with the next variant, 
they will be able to fight it off very effectively. And that's essentially what people try to replicate with vaccines is introducing people to a small amount of a virus, at least with a traditional vaccine. The mRNA stuff I know not very much about, and I think barely anyone else does either. But a traditional vaccine basically exposes you to a tiny bit of this bad thing, this virus or or this disease, and then your body learns how to fight it off. And that's that's basically what this Omicron variant is, is it's giving people the ability to actually fight it off and have the antibodies, which are way more powerful than a vaccine. So it's just crazy to me to see how that has been totally disregarded. You know, people with natural antibodies are not allowed to go into events where vaccines are required unless they've been vaccinated. And it's what, six times they're saying? Even Fauci yeah. came out and said, like, yeah. your natural antibodies are six times more effective. It's right. just crazy. Right. So even he is admitting it, and yet there's still this disconnect between the reality that exists that we know has been has been proven, which is that, you know, these antibodies are actually really good for us and they protect us. And there's this disconnect between that and the actual policies that we are forced to live under. So, you know, there are certain states where if I were to visit, I wouldn't be able to do anything because I'm not vaccinated and boosted. I've just had COVID a couple of times and I have the antibodies and I'm okay. And like you said, Brittany, I'm young, I'm healthy. I don't have a a pre-existing condition that would put me at risk. So I'm, I'm okay. And I'm also not a threat to others. And yet that still, I'm not able to live a normal life. And it's it's really crazy. Um, there's a comic, a comic named Dave Smith that I follow. And I he's opened had some- for him, actually. You did? I that's did. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm such a fan. That's pretty awesome. That's a sweet like claim to fame. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, that's that's great. But he's he's really cool. And he has had some great thoughts on COVID stuff. That was actually how I first came across him. Um, He called the vaccine passport system a caste system. Mm -hmm. And a caste system, if you're not familiar, is basically um, like a social divider that that breaks people up into different groups based on something about themselves that they that they can't really control. And and this this caste system that we're facing right now is this vaccine passport one where there are basically two different lifestyles that exist right now. There's one for people who've been vaccinated and they can go out and they can do whatever they want. And then there's one for people who haven't, regardless of what the science actually tells us. So that to me is super scary. And Brittany, I don't know if you have any thoughts on like dividing people up like that, but to me, it's just, it's really unnerving and I don't see it going away because there's always going to be some sort of illness or some sort of scary thing. And I'm I'm very worried about the attitude that people have taken on here, which is like, oh, you just need to comply so that we can go back to normal. Like, even, what the heck yeah. is that? Yeah. And even scarier than that. And so there's things like monoclonal antibodies and there's these yes. treatments and there are actually states, and you know, New York is one of them, that is saying you can't get them unless like – basically, if you're white, you can't get them. You yeah. can only get them if you are someone who's black or Hispanic or, or another like underprivileged, whatever whatever they're, they're designating yeah. at, which is – not only just racist in general, but it's also right. what's interesting about that is is a lot of minority um, communities are the ones that are the most opposed to government mandated vaccines. Absolutely, because we talked about this Tuskegee experiment. So yeah. there's like there's been so many instances where the government has just really thrown these people under the bus that they're like, no, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then so they're passing all these rules. So I think the caste system analogy is perfect because it is. Yeah. It's, it's it's like separating people by class and even by race. So it's it's yeah. just nuts. 
it's it's extremely nuts and I'm worried about it as a whole, but that's why I'm so glad that we have this community with Tuttle Twins where it's these like-minded folks where maybe some people that read our books are vaccinated, maybe some aren't. Yeah. And that's okay because we're allowed to disagree on on our, not even disagree, we're, we're allowed to make different decisions for what's best for us. But we still respect each other's autonomy and we respect each other's ability to make those calls. And that's what's so awesome just about about our, our readers and our listeners is like kudos to you guys for being a part of this group yep. because it's not normal anymore to think this way. I use <laughs> normal even have with air quotes. Yeah, to even have right. like talks about it. Yeah, to even talk about it. So my, my – or not caution, my word of encouragement to you guys would be don't be afraid of having these discussions with people even if you disagree with them, even if maybe you've made different decisions – talking about these things and having conversations and being willing to have dialogue, I think that's the only way we're going to get away from this horrible, you know, oh, you're all going to have a horrible, severe winter of death. Like the solution to that is us being willing to work with each other and talk to each other. So that would be my word of encouragement as we close. Thank you so much for listening, guys, as always. And we will talk to you all again soon. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.